Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, listener, and welcome to episode 33 of the From the Finney podcast with Ollie, Jimmy and me, Jake. It's a deadline day special and we're joined by Neil Mellor, Mark Lawrenson, and if you can spare us a few minutes, George Hodgson as well. So enjoy. How are we, fellas? Are we good? Yeah, listen, I want to know what George Hodgson's doing if he's only spare us a few minutes. <laughs> What's he doing? He's a, he's a PNE reporter for Lanks Live, isn't he? All right, okay. So busy. Quite busy, yeah. He's just messaged and said uh, he might might not be able to make it. So it's been stitched up again by the club, announcing it the minute that we've started the podcast. So inconsiderate. In that fairness, might... I don't think they give him any heads up anyway. That might get back. That stitched up. <laughs> oh, well. I don't think. I don't <laughs> think there's a lot that doesn't get back. To be fair. <laughs> yeah. Are we? Are we good? Everyone, all right? Yeah. Yeah. Wicked. Wicked. Yeah. It's been. Um, been a bit of a window for North End. Obviously, we'll start with the the big one, the main one. Just been announced half an hour ago. Ben Davis. Obviously, I'm I'm assuming everyone's delighted for him. Why wouldn't you be? Yeah. Um, I think the the only thing is, I mean, they've said straight away he's he's going as cover, isn't he? So, and there's probably at the moment there's like a a load of people in front of him in terms of him getting a game, but you you just never know. But. I just think that the bottom line with him, even if even if he goes and he doesn't play, but you know he might be on the bench or something, but he doesn't play, but he's there till the summer and he gets a, you know, another really good move. Happy days, but I think just to go and see, just I mean, Mel's has been there as, as well, just just to be part of it, um, especially nowadays. You know the, the way they train, the way they eat, the way they live. You know the clock and all that you know, club kind of thing and all all those kind of things and just to be at a club where like, you know, it's absolutely massive as in worldwide. It, it'll be fabulous for him. And listen, it'll be fitter, stronger, wiser. Um, so I think he can't lose, to be honest with you. I, I, just, I just hope he plays at some stage, which I think, you know, that would be great. Uh, I, I think, Laura, like, like you say, I mean, when, I think when any club loses a player and Ben Davis is certainly one of Preston's best and has been for a couple of seasons you think him it's a disappointment to see him lose uh, to, to leave sorry but to see him leave for the Premier League champions in Liverpool I, I think a lot of Preston fans are a little bit different had he have gone to maybe a Celtic or even a Bournemouth in the same division I think a few Preston fans might have been disappointed but because he's got an incredible opportunity which whether he plays or not I don't know but, but like you say he's 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 going to learn around one of the best coaches in world football. He's going to learn and practice with some of the best attacking players in world football. Training every day with Mane, Salah. Being around senior players like James Milner, Jordan Henderson. I think Andy Robertson is going to be a big, big player for him because Andy Robertson came from a club like Hull. Similar perhaps to Preston where it's a big jump to go from a club like that to Liverpool and and Andy Robertson wasn't in the team to start with. So I think the senior players are going to be massive for Ben to settle in there. But I made up for him. Yes, disappointed, of course, he's left Preston, but made up for him to get um, an unbelievable opportunity. Yeah, we, we've just been saying on... Sorry, Mark. We've no, just been... 
I was just, just the thing was, I just think that, you know, the fact that everybody's loved him at Preston and he's a great lad, isn't he? And, you know, he's always given of his best. And I think Mel's is right about the supporters. They, they like things like that, you know, the ones who oh, don't want to play, don't want to go and the club's crap and all that kind of stuff, kind of thing. We don't like it. I mean, part of watching your team is that every week they pull the plums out to try and get a result. And he's been part of it, so good luck to him. Yeah, even though we knew he wasn't signing the contract, we've known for, what, six, eight weeks, he's still put himself out there every week. And he's probably been a seven, eight, nine out of ten every week, even though he's, we know he's leaving. And I think that just sort of says quite a lot about him as a person as well as a footballer that, you know, he's probably, he was our best player on, on Saturday for me. And, you know, this is a guy who knows he's leaving, you know, and he was apparently all up, near enough in Glasgow about to sign a pre-contract with Celtic when he got the call about Liverpool. And yeah, it's just amazing. This it, it's a fair, it's stuff of fairy tales, isn't it? Really, you know, to go to the Premier League champions, and I think he'll, like you say, he'll become a better player, especially if he plays. Christ, if he, he plays and he's playing with players of that caliber every week, you know, even if he gets to run a five six games together, it'll only improve him as a, as a footballer. I think it's a, it's an an amazing opportunity, and yeah, like everyone, I'm just so happy for him. Just thinking about him in the same breath as, as like you said, Neil, like Sadio Mane and, and Mo Salah, Bobby Firmino, Jordan Henderson. You, you can, the list goes on. It's just something that, you know, it's, it's weird because I am really, really happy for him. Yeah, I think you've seen every single PA, yeah. but I've never seen anything like it. I think the difference between Ben Davis and Ben Pearson has been massive, the reaction. Um, obviously, going to Bournemouth, going to Dean Court. Going to Anfield, you can't be great. It's probably the biggest move he could ever have got in his career. Um, and I think he's deserved it. I think, obviously, timing's massive in football and he would have never been looking at him in normal circumstances. But Klopp said that himself tonight, hasn't he? As he, I've not seen his comments. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, well, all the best to him because he's served the club as well as any player that I've seen during my time as a supporter. Um and you could never tell on Saturday was his last game. You'd never know that it would, it would be his last game, given you know how much commitment he put into the team, into the performance. Hey, listen, he could have got injured. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He, he, I know a load of lads have gone, whoa, I'm not having any of that. See you later. Yeah. So, Absolutely, yeah. It's another feather in his cap. Have you seen Jake's cap? <laughs> what, what the hell is all that about? But, right, it's coming off. Like, oh, put it back on. Put it back on. <laughs> I'm getting a shiny thing. It's going down my eyes. <laughs> hey, hey, Laura, That's why your light's off, isn't it? Hey, <laughs> Laura, you were defender. Laura, you were defender. What for you is some of his best attributes? Because because we've all watched him and we all have our own opinion. But but you've been in that position and you've played for Liverpool and Preston in that same position. He's n- he's never really in trouble or doesn't ever seem to to appear to be in trouble. He reads it obviously well, um, quick enough without being too quick. Um, but I just think the concentration levels are great. He's, he's decent on the ball. The thing is, Miles, he's like, he's eight and a half out of ten every week. And you can't get enough of them, can you? And yeah. he's, he's honest. And I just think every team needs lads like that. You know, even Liverpool, well, you know, Milner, Henderson, you name them. So um, that's one of his, his biggest assets for me. I remember speaking to Jamie uh, Jamie Hoyland. He was obviously the youth team manager uh, for for Ben when, when I was there. Um, when I left, Ben was in the youth team. I remember speaking to Jamie. I think it might have been last season, 
saying, how's, how's Ben not got himself a Premier League club by now? Yes, I don't want to see him leave Preston, but, but why aren't someone like Everton or, or somebody just outside those European places giving him an opportunity? I know Burnley's another club that's been linked with him in the past because for me, like you say, he's steady, always consistent out there. I think he's brave. I think he reads the game. And he gives a lot of defences that balance because he's up that left, left-sided left centre-half as well. So um, whether he gets the game time, I don't know. But what I do know is his value will increase. I don't know what the official number is he's, he's gone for. Um, but but if, if you're looking at players like Webster, who went from Bristol City to Brighton at yeah. 20 million, then Ben mm-hmm. Davis is definitely closer to that than the uh, 2 million. They're talking about 500 grand, aren't they? That's all. Yeah. Up front, it was 500 grand, wasn't it? And then there's loads with like, add-ons, performance-related and, and uh, appearance-related. And then I think there's an England clause in there as well. Right. And a really shiny cap as well, if he does very well. <laughs> <laughs> so good that this isn't going out on video. There's a good sell-on as well, though, isn't there, for Preston? So yeah. if he doesn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, that, that, yeah. That's, important. that's important as well. Preston will feel like they've done a good deal. That's a big thing for me, that 20%. I mean, if he goes for... Ten million pound in eighteen months' time to another Premier League club, that that sorts us right out. Given we were minutes away from losing him for free, you know, even getting five hundred grand is better than a kick in the teeth, like we would have got if we'd gone to Celtic. Yeah. So I think it's a great deal for everyone. It's just incredible. I'm just like when you mentioned those names before, like Salah and Mane and Firmino, that he's going to be training with them tomorrow. And he'll get like, found out. By the way, he'll get found out in his first session if they're not having him. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it'll, it'll get found out straight away and if he can handle it, it that'll also help him get himself uh, in the team quicker it's amazing I don't so, think he'll look out of place me I think he's obviously it's hard to step up but in the Man City game last season he, he didn't get embarrassed did he I think he's just a good player yeah well, it's, but it's a bit it's a bit different when you actually then go to a top team and have to sort of perform rather than be playing against them yeah, yeah, arguably would be definitely one of the better teams in a team that's always going to raise the game against the top team. You just, I think the, the great bonus for him, it arguably, will be our Liverpool's only left-sided centre back, um, and I think that's, I think that's probably got part of this part of the reason why they're taking him as well. Yeah, yeah, he'll it, play. There's so many games that are coming up as well for Liverpool. I know Brighton's next. He won't play against City, but there's so many games coming up after that that he'll definitely be rotating and giving it. And it gives Liverpool the chance to put Henderson and maybe Fabinho into midfield, which they've not been able to do recently. No, I, I got a shot. You know Nathan Phillips, who played at uh, West Ham. Yeah, Nels, you love this. I signed his dad, Jimmy Phillips. I signed Jimmy Phillips for Oxford. Yeah, he was at uh, he was at Glasgow Rangers. Huh? And I and I thought he looks. I saw him yesterday, and I was thinking, God, he looks familiar. <laughs> and, I, and I just Google. I go ogled him, as I said, and I and I thought, bloody hell, I signed his father. Christ Almighty! Hey, he's a nice he's a nice lad. Now he was going to go to America. He was was he released at Bolton? He was going to go to America to some university, and then. Liverpool said, oh, we need a, a centre-back in the in the 23s. And he ended up staying and did really well. Went to a German team um, last season. And I, I like him. I, I really like him as a centre-half. So, so, there you go. Hey. What um, do you two think this is going to... Do you think this is going to strengthen our relationship with Liverpool, potentially, going forward? You know, having a deal like this and, obviously, Vandenberg coming to us as well on loan as part of the deal. Do you think it might help potentially future relationships between the club in terms of like loan deals and things like that. Can I, can I tell you, many, many years ago, 
when my stepfather was on the board, they went to Liverpool, Preston, and said that they, they weren't allowed to do it. Right. The Football League, which, you, which it was in those days, just said absolutely no chance whatsoever. But it was muted from the Preston end. And um, Liverpool... So for North End to become like a feeder club for them almost. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, totally. Absolutely, totally. So, But obviously, um, it was muted. And, and Liverpool were all for it because of the players they'd had as well, you know, in, in the past. And they thought there was a good relationship. But, but um, the Football League just gave them a custard pie. If there was... Preston could have got Brewster last year, and, and that could have been the difference getting in the playoffs. They're not. Mm, yeah. He ended up going into Swansea to uh, to his mate, but uh, that could have been the difference if there was that relationship, which obviously we, we hope there could be. Mm. I think they've said in the past about not wanting to pay the penalty fees, Penny, from what I've heard. Because um, I think when before Harry Wilson went to Hull, I think North End were interested in Harry Wilson, but the Van the Van der Berg thing is a weird one because. I don't see where he's going to play because we've just signed a left-footed centre-back, Liam Lindsay. I'm not sure Van der Berg's going to come in ahead of Hunt straight away. So it's a bit of, bit of an odd one for me, that. We've still got Jordan Story as well. I mean, granted, his form has been a bit hit and miss recently, but off the bat, you'd say he's above him in the pecking order as well. What's this? The lad from... I don't know anything about the boy from Stoke. I just saw that today. What, what do we know? He knows the level. He knows the league. And he will play more games than Van den Berg. Uh, it depends what deal Liverpool have done with Vandenberg. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Lindsay was a very, very good player at Barnsley. Got his move at Stoke. Didn't work out for whatever reason. Stoke had a lot of senior players in that position as well. So um, he, he's a player who's maybe got that hunger to to want to prove himself again in, in the second half of this season. And like you say, Huntington, experienced centre-half alongside him. Uh, stories on the bench. And Vandenberg comes in to fight as sort of backup, for, I, I think. I think Lindsay said himself as well to the club tonight when he signed that the the opportunity to play regular football was the thing for him, really. I don't think he was registered in Stoke's squad, was he, in the first half of the season? So he obviously just wants to play football. Yeah. Um, well, they don't play that at Stoke, do they? <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, but I think, obviously, being left-footed is a massive thing for Alex Neal. I think he's said it so many times in the past. I think even Hughes has played there, hasn't he? When when Ben Davis has been unavailable, so I think that that'll be a good one for Alex Neil. Conceding goals isn't the problem, is it? You know, I mean, I've been lucky. I watched Preston recently at Birmingham, got the three points. One one of the very few wins Preston have had, but don't score enough goals. I mean, that was the only goal they've scored in, in five games. A cracking goal from Scott Sinclair. Um, but it's been the problems. I know Reese has come in, the, the the Danish boy not really being able to hit the back of the net is, is a big um, focal point. I wouldn't be surprised if Preston try and do a last-minute deal for an attacking player if there is one out there. Yeah, Anthony, we've been linked Anthony, with... Uh, Anthony Gordon. Yeah. Anthony uh, Gordon uh, is the one. <clears throat> Everton, Anthony Gordon. Oh, right, right OK. I'd be, he'll be on big money, though, I bet. But apparently on loan sign that season, but... It's because that is it. Bernard, the Everton lad, he, yeah, his yeah. moves, his moves fallen through to oh, Far Massa, East, wasn't it? Yeah, Saudi or whatever it is. So he looks like he's going to stay. Last move, last move of the career. <laughs> so yeah, I think we need it. I think we, we definitely need some sort of creativity up there. We need a bit of excitement. You know, I think that's what we've been missing. It's just a little bit stale going forward. So and he's um, been quite outspoken, hasn't he, Alex Neil, about the need for 
well, specifically a winger, but I think if he could get probably maybe another striker in as well, he'd probably take it. Whether it'll happen or not is highly unlikely, I suspect. I think you're allowed five five loans in the squad, aren't you, on a match day? I think that takes us up to six now, does it? Yeah. Is it five or six? So six. there's just not much room to get another loan. It's a bit it's a bit weird. I'm not sure. The Chet Evans thing is a weird one for me because he's played about 15 minutes since he signed. And, you know, we're losing on Saturday and he brings on Rafferty and Cunningham at fullback. He doesn't, doesn't bring Chet Evans on. It's a little bit odd for me, that one. Is, uh, is Cunningham fully fit and up and raring to go and stuff? Been out, hasn't he? Quite quite a while with an injury. So I think the day before he came to us on loan, I think Mick McCarthy had said, "Oh yeah, he's back in training." So you would imagine he's probably nowhere near fully fit yet. Okay. Played nine in the FA Cup, didn't he? Yeah. Back in yeah. start of January, but he's not even getting in Cardiff's team, so it's probably a good move for us to get him back, really. But it's going to take him <laughs> weeks to get fit. Typical so. North End, isn't it? Replace Greg Cunningham with <laughs> Greg Cunningham. Yeah. Yeah. Sir Tom's not around. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just obviously on the loan thing, I mean, I don't know where and how much sort of input you, you and uh, you, Neil and Mark you'll be able to sort of have, but it, it's an odd one because obviously if we're linked with Anthony Gordon as well, he you would imagine that's going to be a loan. It's almost certainly going to be a loan. There's, there's got to be some kind of manoeuvre, you would imagine, from the club that we maybe it is Greg Cunningham that we signed to a permanent contract that frees up another space. It's just, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to. I mean, in the past, I've not been critical of criticising the. I've, sorry, I've not been scared of criticising the club, but it just seems to lack a bit of forward thinking. Just like, oh, we'll just go out and make a load of loan signings. Like, just seems a bit odd. Thing about that, Jake, is um, I mean, I've not sort of watched it all day, but when I was watching most of Sky today, nearly every flipping tr- transfer was a loan. Yeah. Mm. I, I'm pretty sure there'll be far more loans than actual permanent deals. That's I think that's just that's probably to do with COVID, to do with money or lack of, um, and that's maybe just the way that it's the way that it's going. I mean, I quite like the loan things if if you can get hungry players. Yeah, if you can get hungry players. You know, um, with with the point to prove, and and don't forget that you know Tre- Trevor probably sees every single game. You know what Trevor's like, but if he thinks somebody's like pulling pulling the pin out for you, he's he's more inclined to sign them rather than not, unless of course it's fortunes. Yeah, I don't think it's a case of making loan signings per se. It's, I mean, you're allowed five five loan signings in a match day squad, so we've got six. You know what? <laughs> If you've just signed a player on loan and given him the promise of game time and then he's not in the match day squad, he's going to be a bit cheesed off. Who are the six? Name, name, name the six. Greg Cunningham, Chet Evans, yeah. Jason Malumbi, um, Seth Iverson. Vandenberg, goalkeeper, Daniel Iverson and obviously Liam Lindsay as well. Well, Chet Evans runs out at the end of the year, doesn't he? So his contract runs out. So I don't know if there's something in place to say that that's Maybe not officially. I don't know what that is, but his contract's definitely up in Cun- the summer. Cunningham's the same as well. He's at Cardiff. So I think they're the two names that have been sort of suggested, if you will, as, as two that the club might try and turn into permanent deals. Yeah. So that we're not... Premier League teams are doing it. Mm. You know, Premier, yeah, League teams are go- Premier League teams are going down this route. That's, yeah. that's probably just the way it's going to be more acceptable, I think. 
I think if you look at all the teams who've been in the playoffs recently, all got promoted, they've all got had decent loans in from the Premier League. I think it's definitely the way to go. You know, I think Jason Malumbi, I don't think Pierney could afford Jason Malumbi on a permanent contract. I think he's a really good player to get on loan for a few months because he's a quality player. Like, like Mel said before, Ryan Brewster pretty much carried Swansea into the playoffs last season. Harry Wilson at Derby, Mason Mount at Derby the season before. So I think all clubs at the top end at the end of the season will have quality loans. Like even just look at Swansea this season. You know, they've been carried by some very good loan players. So I think it's the right the right thing to do um, from the club. I think, you know, given we spent that on Whiteman, however much it was, I think we weren't going to spend much more this this window, were we re- realistically? How much did we spend on him, do we know? Around 1.5 million, apparently. All right. It's quite a lot for North End, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I bet Trevor's lying down in a dark. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, the, and the playoffs are still a possibility. Yeah. There's only six points to the playoffs. I know it was a poor result, wasn't it, against Sheffield Wednesday? Start firing the uh, finding the scoring points, get get back in the the playoff mix. How well has Rice done? Is that how I pronounce it? Peace. <laughs> Declan hasn't signed, has he? Is Declan? <laughs> Declan's signing today. Yeah, wish Frank Lampard had signed him though. <laughs> no, it's, it's, so it's Reese, not Rice. Reese, yeah. Sure, he had heard a commentator call him Rice, and I'm thinking, really? Anyway, I think I think in Danish, I think Reese is Rice. So maybe it's, maybe it's that. Too hey, George George Hodgson's joining us. Well, he might have some news on an attacking player then. Oh, he mate. Not bad. Not bad. Got two minutes oh. for us. Of course, yeah. Three in an hour. Flipping it, could have done without that. <laughs> Who's the third, George? Well, Davis included in that. Oh, Davis, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Busy. What's... Any news for us? Um, just just Gordon, I think that's going to happen. So, yeah, brilliant news that. Um, I think there's been some of the real big sort of championship teams in for him. So, real coup if we can put, pull that one off. Do you two know much about him, Anthony Gordon? I've seen him a couple of times. Um, they, they rate him highly, don't they? He didn't look when I saw him. He didn't look particularly strong. No, he's very slight, isn't he? Yeah. So I mean, um, we know what the championships like, but hey, if you just look, he'll think quicker than most of our players would have thought. Um, you know, well, no, he will, won't he? Because yeah. yeah. playing, playing, training every day—that's the thing with, with with Ben Davis going. He's going to have to think so much quicker. Yeah, um, that that is one of the big differences. But um, I think we think he's going to be a player. So if we can get him going, you never know. I think North End have got loads of attackers who are physical attackers. I think we're just crying out for a bit of creativity. I've not seen much of him, but it sounds like he's he wants to make things happen and take people on. I just you know you look at Potts and Barkays and Reese is quite physical. Chad Evans Stockley was physical. We're just a bit stale, aren't we? Like individual attacking ability, so I think Neil's been calling out for Annie for a while. So, yeah. like, if we get it done, it sounds like there was some other teams in for him, so it's a good signing for us. Someone's yeah. actually par- parked outside Exton now, taking pictures of car- cars. <laughs> of course, there is only yes. North End fans. <laughs> it wouldn't be deadline day unless something like that happened, would it? So, no. <laughs> Just, uh, is it George? Is, is there anything on? Is there anything on Nugent going to Tranmere, George? No, I've I just seen the guy from Talksport say that. So I think they were in for him in the summer. 
when nothing happened. I think they were one in one in for him then. So makes sense. I think he's does he, does he live round round that sort of that sort of area? Does he not live near Mel's? Does he not live near you, Mel's? No, no, it's the other side of the water, Newt, I think. Um, oh, is it? What's happening with Newt? Is he training with the team or, or just not, not, No. Not okay, that's sad. That's sad. I like Newt. Oh. I think it'd be good for him to get playing football, won't it? Hey, Trump's just got a chance. Playoffs yeah. this year, definitely playoffs. Mm-hmm. Who's Gaffer yeah. there now? Oh, no, what's his name? Keith Hill. Keith Hill. Yeah. Rochdale. Yeah, yeah, and Barnsley. Yeah, good personality that for him. I think he seems he seems quite a likable guy, Keith Hill. Yeah, there's a few experienced boys there. Vaughan's there, Spearing's there, Clark's there, centre half. He'll be all right there. Vaughan's yeah. scored some goals, and he? he must be top scorer there. Vaughan's done well, yeah, yeah, he has done well. A few penalties. Doesn't, doesn't break down at the end of the season. But how many goals did you score? No one asks how many penalties. Just says the number, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, look at Daniel Johnson. He's telling me it's new contract, telling me how many goals he's scored. Doesn't break down how many penalties he's got. Mm. Did you take pens, Mills? Uh, North End fans will remember me taking two penalties. One has scored away at Ipswich, consolation goal, lovely penalty. And then the <laughs> other one, the, the other one, Laurel, last minute away at Barnsley, 1 0 down, and come on as a sub. No one wanted to take the pen, so I've gone, I'll take it, no problem. I put it in the top bin, but the goalkeeper has somehow saved it. He's flicked it over the top. Unbelievable save. And he's done like a slide, like a Klinsman slide on his knees, <laughs> celebrating the goalkeeper. And, Big uh, German, weren't he? Big Mel, German goalkeeper. Mel, we, save, need, we need photographic evidence. Top, best save. top bin and he saved it. Yeah, best right. pen save ever. Best pen save ever. And we had to walk past all the away fans that afterwards. I was embarrassed. They're all saying you're rubbish. <laughs> and uh, I've done my best. I've done my best, but it was a good save. I hope. <laughs> Do you take any pens for North End, Mark? Or Liverpool, for that matter? No. The only pen I might have taken was the <laughs> 84 European Cup final. And uh, me and Hanson were arguing who should be ninth and who should be tenth. <laughs> <laughs> In the centre circle, and the bloody, the, the mad goalkeeper wanted to take one, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the goalkeeper that never actually made a save when we won our yeah. matches. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Guys were on way for all five, unbelievable. Did you get, while we're on penalties, did you give many away, Laura? Very, very few. The old telescopic leg used to come out and <laughs> Yeah. And then I woke up. <laughs> no, I don't very, very few, I think, in my career, yeah. Mind you, to be fair, in that team, the ball was always down the other end, wasn't it? Yeah. It's still good, though. Not so conceded many. Yeah, well. I conceded two for Preston. Centre forward conceded two. Marking at corners. Yeah, remember that lad at QPR, Tarabat? Oh, Tarabt. Oh. The Madman. Yeah. Good player, yeah. but absolutely mad as a box of frogs, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. He, 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 stepped, he stepped over the ball, and while his foot was in the air, I've gone to tackle him, and he's moved it with his other foot, oh. was, and I booted him down, and actually, it's terrible. Did he stick it in the top bin as well, and it was saved or not? No, he scored. It was 3 0. <laughs> I had to apologise to the lads afterwards for that one. George, do you think anything's going to happen in terms of outs or it's all a little bit quiet? Um, 
Yeah, no, I don't think so. Um, I think Josh Earl's already happened, hasn't it? So mm. that's about it, I think. Con- Connor Ripley wasn't on the bench, was he, at the weekend? But I don't think we'll send another keeper out. So, um, yeah, Nugent, probably the only other one. What's What's the malt situation? Is he just going to see his contract out and then get a move in summer? Hard to say, isn't it? I don't know. Um, it's a shame, that one. That's, that'll be two years since his last kicked the ball. Yeah, horrific injury. Um, not sure what's going to happen there, to be honest. Yeah, you've got a feel for him, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. I think we're, we're ending the window weaker at right-back. Obviously, Fish has gone to Borough. We've got Brownie and, and Rafferty as your full-backs now. Weaker? Did you say weaker? <laughs> I was yeah. waiting for well, that. I'm, are you beating me to it? I, I'm not <laughs> that. Darnell's fish yet. I love Darnell, me. I thought. Really? I thought, yeah. <laughs> he's got eight. Lauro, he's got to move to a, to a better team. So. Yeah, well, well, who's he going to go and play for? Hey? He's going to go and play for Warner, can he? <laughs> yeah, he's he, he right. on a match performance on debut the other yeah, day. Yeah. I think, no, I he think won't have to play any football, will he? Just lash it and run after it. <laughs> <laughs> same as he does, same as he does here, Laurel. I think oh. I think he's much better player than Rafferty for me. I know Pete, yeah. he, you know he rubs people up the wrong way, Darnell. But I think the only reason he's gone out from what few people have been saying is a fallout behind the scenes, nothing to do with you know football and ability. So yeah. I think it's a bit disappointing to sell sell a right back and not bring one in. Neil's not having that, are you? Mm-hmm. No, I'm skittish. It was it was an accident that had already happened for me. Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, mm. yeah. Good business. good business from North End. I thought that one absolutely two point five would have been a good business. <laughs> I just do you rate Rafi? I haven't seen enough of him. I must admit, you're not missing much. No. Um... He's honest, isn't he? That's one way of putting it. Yeah, okay. Well, they'll get someone in the summer, won't they? I remember saying to them about Perry and G, the boy from Crew, really like him. He ended up signing for Cardiff. Um, he was, he, for me, I think he's a top champ right back. That's two like players you've recommended that have signed for Cardiff. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Maybe should be a bit. And look where Cardiff are, bottom half of the league. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we had Chris Sedrick on. on Sunday with us um, spoke to him a bit about this sort of thing but obviously this window has been quite an active one for North End for you two as former players how important do you think it is to keep things sort of fresh in terms of like new faces coming in just to stop things from going stale so to speak I think it's massively important and I think that uh, certainly the, the kind of the bigger the team you are even more important because you know if you come back pre-season training and you look around the dressing room and you think no one's really going to take my place here I'm going to play every game it's it's the worst possible way to have it which is and I think Liverpool used to do it all the time they just come up with I remember one day pre-season and and me and Big Al walked in Hanson and Gary Gillespie turned up and we went what the can you imagine what's what's all this about and um (laughs) And they said after us, it's just a GU tour. We played every frigging game. We said, yeah, but you didn't play very well. <laughs> no, I think, it's really, I think it's really, really, really important because it just gives you the kick up the ass, doesn't it? I, I think it's different at Preston, isn't it? You, you know, I mean, that's fair enough. You're, you're competing for the title there, but for Preston, 
I think happy to stay up, but would be would love to be able to push into those playoff positions if at any point that is possible. I, I think what you, to achieve that personally, you need a really strong team bond. And I think if you if you're moving four or five players in a window, I think it's difficult to to expect that bond to to be there for, for the remainder of the season. I have to. I say that. I mean, you're talking about Sedgwick. We had a really strong dressing room that year, and there wasn't too many changes, and that helped us get into the playoffs the year we did. So that was the importance of sort of the, uh, the the dressing room at a team that isn't expected to be competing like like obviously Liverpool. Yeah. Do you think it's about finding a balance? Then? Do you think that's the most important thing? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Mel. No, no, Laura, absolutely. Yeah. No, a, a balance, but also the managers got. Wants his own players. He's got players on on contracts like we've seen with Pearson, Davis running out. I, I need players to replace them. So, so, so he's had to um, do what's best for Preston long term, which may benefit Preston next season rather than maybe this season getting those players out and something. Like, yeah, like, I think he's. I think he's been quite open again in in sort of pointing to the future with some of these deals that have happened this window and sort of. Mate, I think as he mentioned next season specifically, Holly and Jimmy. As, yeah. as like the season to sort of push on. I think George will know best. Yeah, he said it a few times recently. Just with that, the time that the new lads are going to take to bed in, and a few new signings as well. And if they can get the loan ones tied down permanently in the summer, um, yeah, sort of already looking at the big picture, which is good because I don't think that belief had ever gone. But when he's seen his best players have the contracts run down, he's got to sort of fear the worst only naturally, but North End are starting to sort of make the right steps um, coming out the other side of that now. Do you think we're stronger now than we were at the start of the season? No. Because of the quality of players we've let, we've lost? Yeah, yeah. we spoke about that again on, on Sunday a little bit and I know you two don't agree, but I think me, Ollie and Jimmy would all agree that right back we are weaker um, centre mid <laughs> we could nearly field a team of centre midfielders we've got that many yeah up front not much has changed I think you could argue with if we get Gordon in we'll we'll finish the window stronger in the wider areas obviously yeah. we've got DJ signed on to his new deal playing in that number 10 it's just more of the same isn't it you know DJ's a good player um, defensively I think we're weaker across the board. You know, losing a player like Ben Davis is it's very hard to replace him. Yeah. I think the keeper's a good one. Yeah. I think he looks a good keeper, I think. But I don't think you can say, you know, we're massively stronger or massively weaker. I think we've got a similar quality of player, I think. Because Ben Ben Pearson hasn't really played this season, has he? In uh, midfield. No, that's what, that's what um, say, yeah. Whiteman looks a good player. Yeah. Well, at least as an attacker, that's going to be top scorer rather than midfielder. That was something yeah. that I didn't like last year. Daniel Johnson, top scorer. Sinclair, I said to you, then Jake, was it last year? I said Sinclair will come good next year, this season. Yeah. And he's only got eight goals, I know, but still better than the return from last season. I think he just needs a little bit more support in the, in the final third, personally, rather than it just being up to him. What she did was. Go on, Jim. I think we're a little bit reliant on him at the minute in terms of goals because he is our main goal threat. Feel a bit sorry for him, really, because there is that little bit of pressure on him to score because he's the man that's getting all our goals. You know, it's like one goal in our five games in January just isn't good enough, is it really? And it's come from from Scott. So I think we do need that little bit of creativity and a little bit something different up front. 
in wide areas that's probably going to take the pressure off Scott, but also let others try and shine as well. It'd be quite surprised if we don't see DJ back in on, on Saturday against um, against Rotherham. Just, you know, because I think we just need that bit of a spark again because it's just a little bit drab these last couple of games. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah so, I was going to ask, Neil, what, what's, I know you mentioned Emil Reese before yeah. um, and I don't know how much you've seen of him, but from what you have seen, what, what's your take on him? Uh, the only question I'll ask is how many goals has he got? Two, three. Three in all comps, yeah. Yeah, so he's, he's the main centre forward now. Stockley's obviously um, not not playing um, what's gone on. So um, Maguire, not really played much, not an out-and-out centre forward. He's an out-and-out centre forward. He's got to score goals. And, and I think he works hard. Uh, when I watch Preston, I don't think enough players get in the box. No, <laughs> I'm watching and thinking, how easy is that to defend? There's three defenders around Reese. So how can you expect him to score? And, and that's a frustration for me as an ex-centre forward because... I want to get space in the box, but if I've got three defenders to try and get space, I've got no chance. So, so those chances are going to be uh, lower, uh, and that must be a frustration for him. Um, uh, I watched the game once; I don't think he touched it for half an hour. <laughs> I was thinking, feel for you out there. Um, but that again, we're talking about Preston's creation. Whether the boy from Everton can help that, I don't know. Hopefully, he can um, and give Preston a little bit more in the final third. Do you not think maybe that's a, a sort of a a ploy from the manager to try and make us harder to beat in terms of sacrificing the attacking side of things a bit? Well, we're already quite hard to beat, no? I under the wrong well, we, were sh- we were shipping goals at the start of the season, weren't we? Yeah, but yeah. we don't commit many men forward. And well, the game's icing. We don't commit many men forward, do we? And to be fair to the, to, to, to the boy, the Reese fellow you're talking about, a couple of games I saw, he had absolutely no... No service. He had to take the throwing to himself. It was like, you know, <laughs> good luck with that one. And yeah. maybe, maybe with a DJ playing just behind him, hey, it, it might make all the difference. Well, I quite liked Harrop. I know it didn't really work out for him, but he was a player I quite liked watching because he gave the ball away a few times, but, oh, but I know he'd try and create something. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a shame about Harrop. I think, I think we have lost some at letting him go. Was he only allowed now so we can come back next year? Yeah. 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 He signed a new deal, didn't he, in summer? So it's, it's a weird one to, to let him go. But I I think we've lost a bit letting Harrop go. And I like Bowden as well. He's back to fit, isn't he? Yeah, it looks like he's probably going to stay for the rest of the season. I don't know if you've heard otherwise, George, but... Yeah, not heard anything about that. Um, I think he's one of these. He's got sort of five months to prove he deserves another contract because he's, he's it's up in the summer isn't it so yeah yeah the club to... backed him didn't they with his injury and, and extended his deal and then he's just never he's never managed to stay fit really no just not seen it enough have we he just breaks down every time he and it's, it goes back I think before his time here I think at Bristol he had sort of really knee, knee injury problems and it's a shame because we have seen his the quality but he's been here like what is it three years now and Played like 30, 30 games, if that, I think. So, yeah, I remember he needs, he, some, look. He needs some luck when he first came in. He had, a, he had a somewhat decent run of games, and then uh, I think he got himself sent off. Uh, yeah, he died. Two, two, two yellows, yeah. And obviously, he's had his injury problems, but since then, he's never really featured that regularly. And you chuck the injuries in, and it's it's hard to get back in then. Yeah. 
yeah. yeah. I always think something will happen when I see him play. So hopefully he can get fit. Yeah. Yeah, like we've said, obviously struggling from an attacking point of view at the minute. So he's he's another option, definitely. Yeah, I mean it looks like we're just gonna be waiting for Gordon to be announced if that happens tonight. And unless anyone else has got anything they want to say or any questions, then we can call that a day. So all good. All right, good to see yeah. you boys. Cheers, Cheers Neil. Bye. Cheers, Mark. Thank you. See you soon. Cheers, everyone. Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah, so that was the Deadline Day special. Uh, thank you very much for listening and thank you, fellas, for your time. Much appreciated, as always. What a day. What a day. Not finished yet, mate. This is the scary <laughs> thing. We've got... Yeah. To, well, it's 20 past nine we're finishing recording, so what, we've got another 100 minutes of the Deadline Day. I'm going to get divorced, me very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Back at it on Sunday. Back on um, Wednesday night for me Wednesday and you. Night. Oh yeah, Jesus. Yeah, we've we've got a little bit of a surprise coming. Um, yeah. So, yeah. You sure you don't fancy it, Ollie? No. Yeah. City are playing. City are playing. Unfortunately, I'd I'd hate to see you two in the same Zoom call. To be honest. Well, we've been in the same room before. Very true. Very true. All right, North End fans, the juice here. You're listening to From the Finney. This is our brand new single. Tell me, Tina. Hope you enjoy it. Shins out.